Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen. And alongside me, as always, is my music-loving muchacho, Kevin Connor, back from his honeymoon yes. in in New England. Yes. I, they, old England was so full, they made a new one. Um, <laughs> I actually did see a sign that said, New England is greater than Old England, and it was like made out of clay. It looked like a child's art project, but it was in a diner. Uh but it was charming. Okay. The whole the whole of New England, really Maine only is where I was. Uh but that's travesty. I support Old England as an anglophile Doctor Who fan. I, I don't know. I I don't think they have as many lobsters as I needed because I ate a bajillion of them. Oh. Over the yeah, how were those rolls? They, how are those massive and expensive and uh <laughs> fantastic yes. and I I would do it again. Oh, that sounds so good. Well, happy you're back, though, and uh, it's crazy it flew by, you were gone, but here we are, back to listen to some new tunes, and I've got some stuff to catch you up on, because... Okay, I've been out of the loop. Yeah, and uh, last week, my wife and I went to see the 1975 at Little Caesars Arena here in Detroit. Ooh. Uh, Yeah, and it was the Halloween show, because this was on... And so it kind of sucked because it was on a Tuesday, but mm-hmm. it was very fun because, uh, like, you know, they're very, like, theatrical. Yeah. It was different than Taylor Swift, but, like, I feel like Kyle was having the time of her life. We were dancing all night. It was great. Um, she was like, it's up there with Taylor Swift. Wow. Even though, like, yeah, it's a very different thing, but, like, it starts with uh, Maddie Healy. And he's dressed as Patrick Bateman. That was like his costume. Mm-hmm. And on the screen, it had like very like sitcommy like Patrick Bateman, uh, like lower third. And then everyone starts coming in as he starts the first song, which is like the 1975 one from the new album. And they were like Carrie and Wendy Torrance and the greatest, the saxophonist dressed as the Joker. <laughs> But a very, like, (laughs) sloppy, like, you know, that, that, like, internet joker. Um, And then the bassist did a whole, like, wrestler entrance dressed as the Undertaker. It was pretty great. Like, he came through the crowd. Um, And, yeah, it was an amazing show. He danced to a little Huey Lewis in the news. Um, (laughs) Was it, was it hip to be square? Yeah, so they like did their first set, which is like the songs from the new album, uh, which that's like my favorite album. Well, maybe notes on a conditional form, but those two are tied. And uh, then like they do a whole thing where he dances around to Huey Lewis, goes out back because it's like a whole house, like living room set. Okay. So he goes out back and like we see his silhouette, like chopping someone up with the axe and then he comes in covered in blood. And dances to Huey Lewis. There's some good videos on TikTok of him doing like a whole pelvic thrust, like point thing that was very interesting. Was this special for just Halloween? Or is yeah, this, the this whole, was just wow, Halloween. That's a hell um, of a production for a single yeah. occurrence. No, then there was like a part where he went over and talked to this skeleton. 
that was like like ar, 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 and yeah they like it played like nickelback and maroon five uh payphone and he was like the people in the front row start singing and he's like stop it if, if the fact that my uh front row in my audience knows every word to pay phone had is pay not phone a good on look. deck yeah <laughs> um but it was cool and then they like ended then they did all the still at their very best the second half was all like their earlier stuff and they ended with three very like rocky songs and uh people which is like the crazy punk one from notes on a conditional yeah. form was the closer so it was a pretty uh badass ending and uh i saw a video that their guitarist played the uh phoebe bridger song last night the jesus christ 2005 or something (laughs) it's like the one about like christianity um but yeah so it was an amazing show but kev the reason you would have loved it is you know they're very like 80s inspired band Uh their one song i was saying like reminds me of you too uh, one of their early songs, you could just like sing with or without you over it. And, um, <laughs> but the, probably the highlight of the night was like three songs in happiness and just watching the Joker do a sax solo, <laughs> um, like silhouetted in front of this window. And it sounded, you know, the sound in little Caesars is not great. No. Uh, there were certain times where like, a mic was too low. There was one time you couldn't hear the saxophonist, but he was up on the screen. And I'm like, I can't hear anything he's doing. But uh, this was like perfect. And he sounded amazing. And he was dressed as the Joker. And I was like, I can die now. <laughs> I've seen it all. You can die now because you've been pulled into one of the Joker's elaborate schemes. I got a pencil through my eye. Yeah. Well, Yikes. you know what they say. Never do anything you're good at for free. Yeah. Um, so that was a pretty awesome show. And, uh, I saw Stevie Nicks played there a week later and I was like, Oh, tempting. I don't think I could do two Tuesday night shows in a row, but I thought you just said that you had, and then, and then a week later you went to go see Stevie Nicks oh, and I was I like, wish. Whoa, buried the lead. There, I was Luke. considering it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then by the way, it's no. Yeah. No, but, but I, yeah, it was pretty awesome. You uh, touched on one thing that I think I've brought up before is that I hate arenas for shows. It's yeah. the worst. Uh, Which, and it's unfortunate that a lot of bands like are big, not that they're big, but unfortunate that that is the solution for having a huge show is an arena. Which I will say uh, it's all the Beatles fault, which we'll come back to them. But I will say having the headphones in for Taylor Swift, I almost feel like you can hear the music better with headphones in. It's weird. Or uh, earplugs. Yeah. Rather. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's just the uh, like drawback of having a stadium show is they just got to blast it because there's so many people, you know. And so the ear earphones like filter it out a little. Um, so speaking of the Beatles have the major thing in the world of music this past week was yes peter jackson's video for the beatles now and then uh have you seen it what are your thoughts on the song and uh, the video i haven't seen it truthfully gut check it feels like an abomination uh <laughs> yeah. it it feels like you know you don't peter jackson see didn't george harrison up. aged up he didn't dig up George Harrison and John Lennon's bones, tie string around them, and puppet them around in front of the camera. Uh, but but this is one step away from that in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, this is 
awful. Um, I don't <laughs> like it when they do this. I didn't like it when Rogue One did it. I didn't yeah. like <laughs> it when they had Tupac as a hologram. I just no. This is bad. <laughs> this is going against the artist's intent for literally nothing but profit. Um, yeah. And I mean, I... I guess the fact that Paul and Ringo are there, like you could argue that like you got half the band signing off. It looks they weren't like even an in a AI band nightmare. When they died, like they <laughs> yeah. literally allegedly hated each other. It's um, it's it... like Luke. It's like if we told each other to fuck off. I died in 30 years. And then you're like, welcome to best song ever. I'm here with an AI Kev. Like, that's, they, I don't want I don't, that. They didn't like completely. I mean, you know, it's debated, much debated. But it, either way, watching it, I like couldn't watch the whole thing. I'm like, this is Peter Jackson. He's like, what he did with Get Back was phenomenal. And like, he does these like amazing documentaries, like recoloring footage. But this just looks so cheesy. Um, and Kyle's like, I don't know, people are liking it. It's okay. And like the song does sound fine. I would never not say it's like my favorite Beatles song. Well, that's what people <laughs> always say about the Beatles. It's like, oh yeah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the level of quality we're going for. So yeah, it's uh we live in an AI hellscape. Also love the like what a time to put out this. <laughs> AI like we used like when AI is like being fought against in all like every industry. Um re way to read the room, guys. Yeah. Nicely done. Um uh, creepy. I am sure this is a sign of things to come. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's kind of cool that there's like a song that John Lennon wrote that we get to hear now, you know. But that's what I said as like a fan of Daniel Johnston and Neutra Milk Hotel and like all those like DIY bands. Give me the shitty lo-fi version. I don't need it AI cleaned up. Give me the shitty version. I'll take yeah. that. I think that would be much more meaningful and uh, better and also not, uh, you know, sacrilege against. <laughs> not... I struggle because John Lennon was not a great person, but he was a fantastic musician. And like, maybe yeah. we shouldn't uh, just pick his bones <laughs> apart because Paul McCartney and Ringo need to tack another zero onto their bank account. All right. Well, we're going to get off our soapbox before our, a, our robot replacements come to <laughs> take us away. Um, so should we get into some new music? Yeah. Let's do it. This is best song ever, of course. We're going to play some fantastic new tunes. All right. Well, I got a great, somber, beautiful track to start us off with that's perfect for this time of year. I mean, you know, we are here in Michigan. We got the seasons uh, changing. I know it's different in other places, but for this, like, winter, fall between state, I love a good, like, somber, beautiful, vibey song. And that's definitely what I got here. So this comes from the band Wild Dorado. They're a fantastic band out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, which, you know, Oklahoma has been in a lot of Marvel stuff. It's in Loki and it's going to be in the Echo Show. So, hey, Oklahoma getting some love. And uh, this is a great band out of there, which I don't know if I know many other bands from Oklahoma. Um, but this band formed in 2015 they put out their debut full length in 2021 and are currently hard at work on their sophomore LP. And they've shared this new single, which is a collaboration with an artist I'm a big fan of, 
it's the Nationals' Matt Berninger. Oh. Yep. Love that. Everybody's favorite baritone voiced man. Um, and this band has like a really great, like dreamy vibey sound, but also with like a country rockish influence, maybe some of those Oklahoma roots. Um, and so it's a perfect fit for Maddie B. I feel like it's the comparison would be like the national or like war on drugs. Uh, but I love like Matt Berninger's low vocal layered with wild Dorado frontman Max Rayner's vocal. And they complement each other really nicely. And we'll talk a little more about the lyrics and uh, what that brings to mind after we take a listen. So let's vibe out and watch the Palominos run as we take a listen to Wild Dorado featuring Matt Berninger with In Between. to give that a hot diggity dog hell yeah whoop, whoop. uh you know the sign of a good song is that you want more i think and yeah as that was just starting to get going it ended and i was like oh, no um yes so i i that's my my only critique is that 
uh, it wasn't long enough. I wanted more of it. Yeah. Um, you should check out some of the songs from their first album because uh, they're similar vibe, and I was really liking like Surefire is their number one song on Spotify, I think. You should check that one out. You'll dig it. But yeah, I love the uh, this. They talk about horses a lot in it, where the pretty horses go. And then it's, I love the lyrics in the second verse. That's like Palomino running where the desert hits the sun. Uh, there's a million ways to go with it, a million ways in one. And I feel like what it, I, the way I interpret it is just like, I like these songs where they look at like nature, like animals or mm-hmm. natural processes and expire, inspires like existential pondering. And then he's talking about like when his baby's going to leave him and like fearing or worried about these things in the future. And then saying like, you know, but it's, it's in between here and now. And what's in between here and now that's like, makes my brain hurt. I feel like like, it's, it's someone, it brings to mind like the idea of someone like staring across the countryside, thinking about their future, you know? Oh Yeah. And, it, sure. and you you go through that whole their whole life and then you're right back to where they were yeah definitely the uh vibe that's captured in this song so that was wild dorado featuring matt burninger with in between that is a new single out now via bright antenna records well it's that time in the show where we play a little game and today, we're doing Song Saga. Hell yeah. And if you don't know what Song Saga is, it's a fantastic conversation card game that lets yep. you dive through your memories to your favorite tracks. And, you know, if you're like, I gotta I gotta see more of this. I need to see what the box looks like. Uh, it's you know, green. It's green. And you can see a picture <laughs> of it at our special Song Saga link. Song-saga.com. Slash rockin slash twenty one, not rocking, rockin slash twenty one. Yes, that is the link. We love Song Saga, beautiful game. And I'm gonna pull a little card here. It's gonna give us a prompt, and say, "What's the song? What's the story?" Finger waver. <laughs> Finger waver. Oh. I, I, I. See, uh, uh, uh. you go with the single finger. Single finger. I was yeah. I was thinking more like jazz hands. So I was doing the Miss Minutes, uh, 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 but also it could be the Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, I, uh, I was uh. thinking the Dennis Nedry. You know what it made me think of though is uh, Homelander on <laughs> the Boys because he's always doing that he thing with his look. finger. Yeah, I just saw like a compilation of all those things. Now, what song? comes to mind with finger waver i don't know what do we i'm like yeah who who waves their fingers other than people who are saying no 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 listen this really isn't a finger waver but the the song that instantly popped into my head this is more free association was the song that bill nye sings in love actually because he says bill nye the science guy no bill nye i know i was Um, kidding and he's like i've also never seen love actually fingers oh it's the, it's fine. Yeah. It, it it's it's okay. Uh, it's but like a classic. But. The big thing in England is like what songs to be number one on Christmas, and he's like kind of a washed up pop star trying to get mm. his song number one, 
and he had okay. a big hit called like love is all around me and he makes a new song called christmas is all around me and it's literally just like replacing <laughs> love with christmas and he's like well it's actually quite difficult because love is one syllable and christmas is two um and it's really bad but it's also kind of charming so like okay it's made it into my christmas playlist um, nice so that's it's on spotify I think so. It's not his version. It's like someone covering it, but it's kitschy. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not going to go ride or die for it. It's not going to end up in like our, my, my favorite Christmas songs, but like it's fun once or twice. I ride or die for Nighy. He, he, uh, <laughs> ridey or die for Nighy. Ridey die for Nighy. Um, he's in the Vincent and the doctor episode of doctor who. So love him. He's in um, everything. Yeah. Let's pull another one because I didn't have anything for finger waver. Wait, what the hell? <laughs> I just pulled finger waver again. Whoa! It's not letting me go. It's not letting me pick another one. No, did, I think I did, accidentally put it back. Do we have the exclusive double finger waver song? <laughs> double deck? finger waver. Or did waver you pull set. the card and then immediately put it back on top of the deck? That's what I did. They were great live. Ooh. Uh, Someone who's great live. I mean. I'm just, I'm trying to th- so like the I was way just talking you s- about 1975. The way you said it though is like they, they were, were great, great live. live. Like it was almost like but kind not of like, good in the studio. yeah. So who is that? Um, because um, I don't yeah, know who would I have tough. gone to see live if I didn't love their studio work. You know the one I think about, the big one that comes to mind for me in my life who? is a band who's presence live is much bigger than the studio is Dave Matthews Matthews (laughs) (laughs) obviously Um, and take your pick I mean I will say Ants Marching does slap but I feel like the recorded version slaps harder than any live version but I'm trying to think of someone I've seen live that blew me away more so and like um oh I got a good one because uh, speaking of good live experiences and then less than great studio experiences, Chance the Rapper. Um, so <laughs> I was going and, through my history. I was like, Chance was But Chance was- not even the time that we saw him. Because we talked about before, we saw him at the Fillmore. But there was a time at Bonnaroo where I left everyone else in my group because I wanted to go see Chance. And they wanted to see something else I forget. Um, so like Kyle and my brother, they all stayed back and I went to see chance and he played the Arthur theme song. And like, this was 2014, I think. So it was pre coloring book and all that stuff. Uh, still, I think, um, but it was whenever he was playing the Arthur theme. So it was just like a great show. It was like still when you felt like he was playing one of the smaller stages, it was not the big one where like Paul McCartney and Jack White and all them played. And uh, I was like, maybe just because I was there by myself too. It felt like this special thing that I was experiencing live uh, that everyone else was missing out on. I've like, something has entered my brain that I can't figure out what it was. And maybe, Oh no. Is it a brain worm? No. Okay. So it was a mixtape. And I want to say it was like early 2010s. And it was based on like a Saturday morning cartoon like lineup. Mm. And there was like a Golden Girls song and a Power Rangers song 
And now I'm like, God, I can't. I got to find this. I don't know, but that sounds awesome. It was really fun. Um, and I don't know who it was. And now it's going to bother me so tremendously. Like, it's definitely saved, like, in my iTunes from 2012 or something, you know? And were they great live or that was just related to Chance? It was just related to Chance because I feel like that was in, like, the very, like, that was the same era where, like, I feel like mixtapes were a little more prominent. Am I wrong on that? Maybe. I mean, people still put them out today. Maybe we're just not paying attention to him as much. Um, should we pull one more card? Yes. Fighting. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> um. You gotta fight. For your right. Party. Obviously, great, that's what comes to mind for me. Great music video for one of my favorite songs ever. Nobody Speak by DJ Shadow. Featuring Run the Jewels. Oh yeah, and that's that a great one. video is just people in just a Wall UN Street. equivalent, just <sighs> beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, and that song is like one of my favorites ever. Like I would put it in my top five. Yeah. Um, Even though I've heard it on that Cadillac commercial <laughs> so many times. I know it's it's such a shame <laughs> when that happens. Our yeah, our first dance song, paid. "Sunday Kind of Love" by Etta James. Appeared in a Bud Light commercial like two months before the wedding. No. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I can't believe this. You can't avoid it. No. Um. Yeah. So, fight for your right to party obviously came to mind. Uh, but talking about they were great live and uh, fighting songs. Saw the Mountain Goats back in the Beat the Champ days, and uh, all those great songs about wrestling. I love Heel Turn Six is my favorite where it's like i don't want to die in here um and very brutal violent things happening to the protagonist in that song uh yeah i have huge news is that i found what i was thinking about um it was a mixtape from rapper a1 um called after school special and i believe it wasn't saturday morning cartoons i believe it was like staying home sick Right. Okay. Because you would like stay at home and like, you know, um, like like watch TV all watch, day. Yeah, like daytime. And I want to find specials. this track list because it was all amazing. Yes, they fo- they he sampled Price is Right, Pokemon, all that, Family Matters, <laughs> po- uh, Power Rangers, Golden Girls, Reading Rainbow, which was a very good one, um, Goosebumps, and Doug. Wow. Yeah. Very you check much this out. my shit. Um that's that's a mid episode tout to that mixtape yeah, from there you thirteen go. years ago that came into my life. Early mind. tout. All right. Well that's Song Saga. Kev hit him with the link one more time. Song dash saga dot com slash rockin slash twenty one. Booyah. And Luke, I think we're gonna keep rocking. Let's do you it. Brought, you know what? You brought a real nice fall track, right? Like, it's moody. Yeah. It's, it's the leaves are falling down. Moody vibe. It's, it's dark yeah. at 5 o'clock. I hate it. Uh, I the know. song was great. Uh, I'm I'm ripping us back. Okay? Like, put, put your board shorts on and jump back three months into the throes of summer. 
Surf's um, up, Kawabunga. Even though this album came out not too long ago, and I am, of course, speaking about something that you brought up to me, uh, Young Bay with Groove yeah. Continental Side B. The oh, hell yeah. Much anticipated sequel to his Groove Continental Side A from last year, an album that ended up in my top 10. So good. Uh, and he's back, and he's got some great tracks, and he's done some fantastic collabs this time uh he's always been a big collaborator i feel like we've got the likes of nile rogers barney bones levin cali kari diamond pistols um, michigan's own michigan's own mayor hawthorne michigan's own mayor hawthorne and luke that's the track we're gonna take a oh. listen to today um young bay is collabing with mayor hawthorne someone that like i yeah. have been a huge fan of his whole career yeah, um, for years. Yeah, he... You may have told me about him back in the day. Uh, Yeah, and he, like, started very, like, retro throwback, soulful, mm-hmm. and, and I think moved a little bit more towards pop uh, and had some great songs. His third album, I think it's Where Does This Door Go? Uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, that was good. Um, But he is on this track with Young Bay, and uh, Young Bay explained that with Body Talk... I was able to work with Mayor Hawthorne and create something really special to us. I've been a longtime fan of his music for some time now, and to be able to work on a track together means so much. We set out to create a funky daytime disco track for you to spin all summer. And Luke, yeah. summer is over, but we're going to spin Still this anyway. It. So let's give a listen to Young Bay and Mayor Hawthorne with Body Talk. Talk with your body. Yeah. 
got to give that my new catchphrase, Lukey Likey. Yes. <laughs> um, I almost forgot and did the old one. Um, but Lukey Likey that for sure. Uh, I mean, just like like they said, just funky, disco, mm-hmm. dancey, short and sweet, in and out. I was like, oh, it's over. Like, I forgot. I thought maybe there was like another part, but just some amazing sounds going on there. And I said body talk. Are they referencing something or sampling else? Robin, the great uh, oh, yeah. electronic artist, um, had her 2010 album was Body Talk, the one that was like the amazing. Yeah, with, uh, like Fembot that was like the, her like big songs. big release. Yep. And Luke, um, so we took a little hiatus here. Um, yeah. I was I was super, and this will go somewhere. I was super insistent that I wanted to record the day after the wedding. Uh, physically, <laughs> yeah. physically, I, I felt all right. I had a couple drinks that night, but like I could do it. However, I could not talk. I literally sounded like this, um, oh, because right, right. I had spent the entire evening screaming. Um, yeah. so, uh, these dulcet <laughs> screaming at your new wife, right? My- <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, no. Um, but, uh, since, I've had this this song locked and loaded to go for a few weeks, and I had written my notes. Um, I have realized a tremendous piece of news. I was incorrect in what I said. <gasps> Mayor Hawthorne uh, is not a artist that has put out four albums. He put out a fifth album like two weeks ago. Oh shit! Uh, because I went to go look at his Spotify uh, to to see if he's up to anything, and yeah, he is. So. Big news, new Mayor Hawthorne album. We'll have to check out. So my second mid-episode... This is like a shout, really. Because I, yeah. I don't know anything about it, but I'm shouting it. Yeah. A couple weeks late. Nice. So Young Bay, Mayor Hawthorne, killing it, uh, both with new albums this fall. And uh, this track is really indicative of that whole album. It's short and sweet. Like, the whole album's 26 minutes. Um, it's in yeah. and out. But it is... Groovy as hell, as the name, yeah. the name, you know, says. So I am a big fan, and it's making some headwaves in my list. You you coined the term Ooh. the other day, Luke. <laughs> a, uh, list fucker? A list fucker, yeah, because yeah. we've kind of got lists in Brian some... and I have been saying that for years. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. what I always call, like, a late-in-the-game album that fucks up your list. And I'm going to talk about one of those coming up. I might be looking to list fucker in this Mayor Hawthorne album because the first al- the first track is called Hawthorne Rides Again. Oh shit. And that just excites me. But we're not here to talk about just Mayor Hawthorne. We're talking about Young Bay and Mayor Hawthorne. That was Body Talk featuring the two of them on Young Bay's own Groove Continental Records. Groove Continental Side nice. B is out now. Check it out. Hell yeah. Alright, well we gotta talk about the new music we've been loving, all those list fuckers we mentioned, in touts. Touts. And I got the big LF right here, baby. Uh, Kevin Abstract with Blanket. Yes. Which you were the one who were like, you said you need to hear that new song. It's like Rocky. He's like screaming on it. And... uh. Then I read that he wanted to make a Sunny Day Real Estate Modest Mouse Nirvana type record. So, I read that and like yeah. exploded. Like, yeah. Is, that is so uh, my shit. 
Yeah, I know. Same. I was like, that's like that 90s fuzz I've been craving. And uh, it delivers. Have you listened to the album oh, much? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge fan. It's, it's Okay, fantastic. it's in my top 10 currently. Probably will stay there. I love it. I love uh, the titular blanket. Madonna is a great, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, sad but hopeful, like, character study. It's beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, I really love what Kevin Abstract's what album it reminds me of in a totally different way? Because this album um, is floating around in my list What's right it? now. Oh. Um, it's this. They're in both this right next to each other. Lil Yachty's Let's Start Here from, like, way earlier in the year. Because I feel like they're both albums by like prominent hip hop artists that have totally deviated genre wise from what they've previously done to like yeah mad success. Although Yachty's is more polished, where this is like fuzzy and rocky, really. No, I'm which, not saying uh, the genres of them yeah. are the same. I'm just saying like both are prominent hip hop artists yeah. that like just took a full sidestep into a different genre, and um, uh like. Brian was saying he didn't hear the like modest mouse, but I'm like early modest mouse when they were still like sludgy. I'd also compare it to like not a surf, which is another maybe like lesser. I feel like maybe not mentioned always in the same breath, but still in that era and like really yeah. great. Um, but uh, my cousin Brian was also comparing it to Alex G, which I get that like yeah. Alex G's last one. They, I feel like they, he references a similar era. So that one's been great. Actually, all of my touts are quite rocky. So you said we were keeping rocking, and that's true. Marnie Stern uh, with the Comeback Kid, that was like her first album in like 10 years or something. Super good, super rocky, great guitar album. Uh, And then we love them. Me Rex with Giant Elk. You were worried I was going to get absorbed back like uh, yeah. in Mega Bear. No, it's not uh, like a crazy resequencing puzzle. It's just a good album. Uh, and it's, yeah, more of a normal band album, but still like everything I loved about uh, Mega Bear, it's, they still got that great like rising sound. I love Miles' voice. Uh, he has a really like unique voice and so... I loved hearing them just more be a band and not do this sort of uh, cool gimmick. You know, I love a gimmick uh, and I'm a sucker for them, but uh, it was, it's cool to see a different side of the band and love it all the same. And then it, this was a great band. I just heard of teenage Halloween with till you return. Very rocky punky. Uh, really enjoyed that. Check that out. Uh, I have a few that I've really been enjoying. Uh, you know, it's it's not without without mentioning. Uh, 1989 Taylor's version, great album. Oh, I've heard of just, that. Yeah, just a great album. Not not a not a surprise there. Um, that was like my <laughs> first Taylor Swift album I liked. So like, good to hear. It again. Yeah, nice new production. Both yeah, it's good. Fun. Yeah, we did listen to all of it, and uh, some of them you can notice the difference, like in some of the sound. It's like, yeah, oh, okay, for sure. I like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a big rumor that Reputation's supposed to secret drop tomorrow, the day this episode comes out. Um, hey, well, if I know anything about Taylor Swift rumors, most of them don't come true. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, do you know the S in Taylor's version on the album cover looks like a snake, and what comes out <gasps> in the S in version? But I O N. And I and O look like a one and a zero, so ten and tenth November, boom. There's actually a lot Whoa. that went into this rumor, and I, 
You think it might be real? I don't think it's real, but there's been a lot of thought put into it. Okay. Um, Gotta respect the effort. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, Luke, we talk about them a lot, and they put out good music. Uh, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard with the silver cord. They dropped the gizzies. And it's great. I think. I haven't listened yet. As far as. It's like a little more electronic and like. The album cover's awesome. Inspired, yeah. I Petro Draconic um, Apocalypse, <laughs> yeah. or Dawn of Eternal Night and Annihilation of Planet Earth, and I'm trying <laughs> to read this, the beginning of Merciless Damnation. I think might be an album I like more than this one, uh, but it's fun. And then an artist I really uh, have become a huge fan of since his album last year, Larger Than Life by Brent Fiez. Uh, oh that yeah, came out and that's been really good. And you know, I've just been listening to a lot of like Spotify's fall jazz playlist. Okay, that sounds nice. Yeah, just just hanging. Beautiful. All right, well, we got to talk about the new Music Friday releases that we're excited for out today in shouts. Friend of the pod, Art Feynman. Be good, the crazy boys. Out today. I played a yeah. song not too long ago from this. Really excited to check the album really out. Really good. It's fantastic. Uh, as well as Aesop Rock with Integrated Tech Solutions. Uh, <laughs> I love that as like man. a way to describe, yeah, like a musician. who is, I'm bringing Integrated Tech Solutions. Yeah. Um, and then uh, kind of compilation album, the songs of Room on Fire. This looks like a cover album of yeah. the Strokes' Room on Fire, which great album. I'm sure this will be awesome. All right. Well, we know we're from Boys Alaya, Ice Spice's buddy, Pink Panthers. Heaven knows coming out. Pink Panthers is great. Her last release was was pretty fantastic so I'm excited yeah we stand pink panthers we stand ice spice unless they did Thanks. something bad i don't know about but yeah i like i like what i've heard from them uh cat power love cat power and uh you might remember that she did a song for i'm not there the like bob dylan movie that came out yeah. back in the day uh so now she's doing cat power sings dylan the 1966 Albert Hall concerts, like playing all those songs that uh, he played at that concert. So that'll be interesting to check out. Um, I was listening to Cat Power's cover of Linda Ronstadt's Dark End of the Street, which I don't know if that was orig- originally Linda or if someone else sang it first, but it was uh, it was pretty great. That is such your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Well, I it jumped out to me because I saw Dark End of the Street, and I'm like, that's Linda Ronstadt song, and she does a great cover, Cat Power. Um, so that's it for me. We got to talk about our three daddies. We're Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com, check out all the great stuff over there. Our, uh, our podcast brethren and uh, cohorts, Scaring is Sharing, I saw they had one on... Uh, they're a horror movie podcast, and they did one on Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which is an old favorite of mine. And they're always watching scary movies over there, even though we're past Halloween. I watch scary movies all the time, so check them out. And then, of course, our buddies at Big Dad Energy. Shout them out. It's been a while since we've done that. Hell yeah. Let's go check them out. 
Uh, and then offshelf.net, check it out. It's on the internet. Great columns and interviews. We're going to have our year-end lists. They'll be getting fucked, and then they'll be getting plucked and put on <laughs> offshelf. Because uh, we're hard at work. I think I got a good top ten ready, and so I can't wait to write about it. So you can find that at offshelf.net. And then you can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod and all social. You can follow me at Indie Darling Music. I put out a new song called Entertain recently, so you can go check that out. Fantastic song. You get music. Excellent Thanks. Job. And I got an album coming in January, so you can look forward to that. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspec. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Well, it's the best song ever. Not a podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth whatever. It's the best song ever. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.